This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome to the Sarah and Vinny Secret Show brought to you by Odyssey. This is the Sarah and Vinny Secret Show. Just a heads up, episodes sometimes include content not suitable for work and definitely not safe for kids. Now available on the Odyssey app. Secret. I think you want to know. Little show. Sarah and Vinny's secret show for Monday, March 13th, which, by the way, is the three-year anniversary of the last full day we did at actual oh, work. Man. Oh, uh, yeah. The whole pandemic That's thing. Crazy. I can't. It's hard to believe that three years have gone by, but there it is. Remember you were doing, um, there was like a countdown or a count, a count on the rundown every single day. You'd be like, it's the 97th day of this pandemic. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. It was Every our single 97th day, you update your work from home day, uh-huh. and right. You'd update your your rundown, and then I just got sick of it. Did yeah, that even last a year? It just was it like, lasted okay. more than a year. Oh, yeah. really? Mm-hmm. It was really, huh? Mm-hmm. Day four hundred of the work from home thing. <laughs> huh. Yeah, I don't remember when that went away, but now that you, I absolutely didn't remember that until you said it, and then I was like, oh yeah, we did well, kind of do that. You are a counter. I am a counter. I do mm-hmm. like to count. Mm. Um. A few years back, uh, in it was actually twenty years ago. Um, a little, um, and it was probably filmed even before that. Can you guys hear that? Yeah. You hear oh. the th- in the no. background? Okay, good. Because next door, they have there's a house next door that's been torn down to nothing, and then they raised the nothing that was left up to redo the foundation. It's a foundation, oh nice. They're building a whole new house over the next year and a half. There's going to be. Oh, you guys are going to have dueling construction. Your neighbors all must be thrilled. Yeah. Well, we can't complain about it. Right. You know, even though it's right (laughs) next to us, there's nothing we can say. No one in the uh, neighborhood would have any uh, sympathy for us. Right. But I just, I hope you'll have to tell me and I'll just mute my mic when I'm not. Well, what you can do is say, oh yeah, I'll match that and raise you. Yeah. Another let me, foundation. Let me throw Plus, another room on the Winchester yeah. Mystery House here. So, anyway, twenty <laughs> years ago, uh, the world was a was a different place, and Paris Hilton was nineteen years All old. Right. Oh, okay. This is that story. Okay, I'm interested. So here's you know it, this is an excerpt from her book that's coming out. So Tuesdays are the book release day, and tomorrow she has a memoir coming out, and it's called Paris: The Memoir. We did hear an audio clip from that one time, right? That it was uh, her doing her vocal fry. Oh, let's hear it. On her book. Do you, do you have that? I'm pulling it right now. Here it is. Okay. So I'm going to read you guys an excerpt from my new book, Paris the Memoir. It's going to be out on March 14th, and it's available for pre-order now on Amazon. So here I go. We plan to name him Phoenix, a name that I decided on years ago when I was searching cities, countries, and states on a map, looking for something to go with Paris and London. Phoenix has a few good pop culture reference points, but more important, it's the bird that flames out and then rises from the ashes to fly again. 
I want my son to grow up knowing that disaster and triumph go around and come around throughout our lives and that this should give us great hope for the future. So there you go. My beautiful baby boy's name is Phoenix Baron Hilton Ream. Take a drink of water. I know. God, it just says you're bothering me. Um, You know, when you hear the excerpt, you almost think maybe she did write that. Or maybe the ghostwriter was like, let me just dumb this down a little bit. I'm going to dumb it down. So here's the thing that I know about Paris. I've never been a big fan of, but I don't hate her either. I have nothing. She's in fact, to me, she's has very little value. Like I don't get what her celebrity is all about, but I remember reading about her and her sister being these two extremely young, but rich sort of uh, uh-huh. socialites. Yes. On the back page of one of those, it was it was either Maxim or FHM, but it was it was before we looked to the internet for every goddamn thing. It it was in they were in one of those magazines as these two socialites who make the party scene everywhere. And I was like, oh okay, whatever. But I I I think they were kids then. Yeah. Like sixteen and fourteen, or maybe sixteen and eight. I don't know what their age difference is, but that's where I first heard of these two. And Nikki has since, I guess, just retired. Yeah. Well, Paris was. I hate to say it because they're both lovely girls, but Paris was always. She was the model, and she was. And but they. But I believe that they were the beginning of the whole famous for being famous mm-hmm. thing. Like there was, I feel like they were, they predate the Kardashians. Like, don't, haven't we heard that Kim Kardashian and Paris were, and uh, Paris had that cooking show for a minute. And so good. And uh, yeah, but that know, was recent. We're talking right. about and like Kim Kardashian was like a guest on it. So there's, you know, apparently they're still friends, but she was like her stylist or something. Uh-huh. So I, I'm with you, Vin. We definitely were hearing about them. And so that when there was a Paris Hilton sex tape, we all went, oh, I've heard of Paris Hilton. And it was, uh, so anyway, she's got this book coming out tomorrow. Okay. Paris, the memoir. And in it, she's talking about the sex tape. She never mentions Rick Solomon by name, but that was the guy who is in the tape, is in the tape with her. And you were saying that you'd never seen it. And it's not, it's a distur- it's, it's a sex tape. It's full on set up things. It's a, I don't know if it's just a video recorder because we weren't really recording things on our phone at that time, but it, so it's, you know. Halfway decent quality, although there's some night vision stuff in it. Like the the camera had night vision and it's kind of, they're all kind of green and their eyes look funny. Um, At one point, her phone, she's getting it from behind and her phone rings and she sort of tries, she crawls away from him to answer her Blackberry or whatever. Like she's that into it, you know. Um, Into what, the Blackberry or the sex? Both. I see. She's just like, it's such an afterthought for her. So she's talking about this sex tape and where she was at in her life. She was 19 years old. So she's of age. It was a legal coupling. He was 33. She was 19. Gross. I know. Uh, so she doesn't mention him. She says, uh, he he told me if I wouldn't do it, he could easily find someone who would. That was the worst thing I could think of, to be dumped by this grown man. Because I was a stupid kid who didn't know how to play grown-up games. The truth is, I wanted to be alive in a sensual way. I wanted to feel like a woman who's comfortable in her own skin. So, and look, as a person who was 19 once, I can relate to 
wanting to be an adult and wanting to feel like you were, you know, this uh, a sexual creature who was good at that or, you know, whatever. And, and also being stupid. You think you know everything, but you're 19. And so you're just a dummy. Sorry, 19 year olds. Uh, <laughs> but you, you know, you haven't had a lot of life coming away and she's a rich girl. I'm sure she had had plenty of sex and, and drugs and, and all the, I mean, she was living in this really crazy different world than anyone else ever would grow up in. Um, she said that to let her guard down enough to do it, because I guess he was telling her, I, I'm going to tape this. I want to tape this. And if you don't do it, I'll find someone who will. And so she said, I'm going to take a bunch of drugs. She was drunk and on quaaludes, she says, when she oh. did this thing. Uh, she said she begged rick solomon to stop the release of it but he said i've got every right to sell that tape it was worth a lot because she was becoming famous um i had heard too she did something she did a show called the simple life with nicole ritchie mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and apparently they were going to have a viewing party as the show was about to they had filmed a season of it and the, it was about to come out and nicole thought it would be hilarious that when they pressed play on the tape and you know, for this viewing party that they were having, and it was the sex tape. Oh, hilarious! Hysterical. And I, I, I think that 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 didn't do any good for their relationship as friends. Like she was really bummed out about it. Um, so she had begged Rick not to release it. But he said, "I've got the right to do it," and you agreed to it. And you're on camera. You know the cameras there. Uh, she says. The world thinks of me as a sex symbol, and I'm here for that because symbol means icon. But when people saw that sex tape, they didn't say icon. They said slut and whore, and they weren't shy about it. So she's has mm. regrets about it, obviously. And uh, as I think that that would be, that feels normal. Um, however, it's like the Kim Kardashian one. Like, where is she without it? Without that, is she anywhere near as famous as she is now it seems like fame's the goal with these people i don't know but i do think that it was really refreshing to hear her be honest about how that came about i, I don't mm -hmm. i'm like i said i'm not a fan but i do think that hopefully there's young women who can hear that and maybe internalize that and realize Unfortunately, if a grown man is with a 19-year-old, 18-year-old, 17-year-old, it doesn't I'm not saying you don't have value, you do, but what I'm saying is a grown man is getting over on you. Mm -hmm. It seems to me He's like diminishing. I think it's a that's diminishing. That's the move. Thing. Like he knows that he you are not in a position as a grown woman yet within your own sort of skin to be able to decide for yourself where you want to be in this world and how you want to be treated. And like, that's, it's unfortunate, but it's, I do think that's the motivation for these older dudes to be with super young girls is that they're getting over. They can talk them into anything. And, and a young, just... and a, and an older woman in my, in this is my belief. I don't know if I'm right, but an older woman would stand up for herself and say, fuck you. Then go that. get that other girl. Fuck off. Right. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, honestly, there's, there's a lot of pressure to be mature and to be the cool girl and, and a lot of that stuff. I mean, I remember being in middle school and high school and there's pressure to, you'd hear about some girl who did something. And I, I it was not that we were filming at that point. I don't even know. I don't even know when like a home handheld, 
When did that even happen? Like, I guess it would have been in the 80s when we started to be able to buy a, a video camera with a big, and it would go on full-size videotapes. Yes, Vinny? Did you ever have a video camera? Uh, I, we did. John and I had one, and it was, the video camera itself was enormous. It was like, you would have it, you needed two hands to hold it, and it had a big here's, eye piece and all that stuff. But then it also had. From, oh, go ahead. Eighty-three. I have a. Picture yeah, let me of have a look here. at this because this one also had a sling thing you had to sling over your shoulder, that was like a VCR hanging off of you, where you'd put the tape in, and then it was connected to the camera that was oh, doing the geez. film. It was enormous. <laughs> so I would I ask because I had never had one, and one of the reasons I never had one. Oh, that one I, looks like a self-contained. That looks like it has a video in oh, the back a, of it. That's a good that's even, one. Even bigger than the one mm. that I had. Go on. I was never on, sophisticated sexually enough to have ever believed a girl was going to let me video her. So that never even entered my mind. Right. And most of the stuff I was up to, I didn't want video of anyway because we were just getting shit-faced. And what's the point of having video of that? So I, I think that's a great point in that. Everything is videotaped now. You, right. if you are a fourteen-year-old, and you're at a party and you're doing the things that you shouldn't do. There's a video record of that. People are, people film surreptitiously all the time. People will film just right in your face, like not even hiding it. Like I think kids these days, their whole lives are lived in front of a camera because everyone's got one. Right. So these were these were early days, um, and certainly there weren't there weren't a ton of and certainly celebrity sex tapes. There just wasn't that much of that where they're actually fairly common now. And that, then once everyone figured out how to use an iPhone, like, oh, this thing's for sexting. This thing's for taking and right. sending photos and videos of myself naked. Like, that's what it's about now. And the likes now with the social media. And I do think... Of pressure. I do think I want to add, just for the record, I guess, that I not all young people are immature or have no idea what's going on around them. I do think if before you even bother to write and say, I would never have done that. I, I actually believe that. I think I've known people through my lifetime that are seem to be more mature and wiser for their age yeah. and, and are able to say, no, you can't film me, you fucker. Get at it. You know what I mean? Or right. whatever the thing is. Or, you know, hey, you know what we could do? And then, you know, there, someone luckily says, no, we're not doing that. And there's, they're not, they're few and far between, but they're out there. And I, I, you deserve credit for being someone smart enough who was able to say, no, I'm not doing a sex tape. Right. No, we're not going to go, hey, Mr. Keg. No, we're not, you know, whatever the thing is. Yeah. It, it's uh, the scary thing to me, and I don't have daughters. Not that this couldn't happen to a boy too. Um, but the hidden camera is... It's just, it's a reality. And I I think that, I think everybody, girls, boys, everyone needs to be cognizant that it would be very easy for someone to get damaging video footage of you without, you know, without even trying. I mean, there's just, ugh, the world is so different than it, than it was even just a few years ago when we were kids. Because that was just like a minute ago that we were kids, in case anyone's wondering. Um... You know, one thing I will say about this tape, too, that stands out to me, and I can't remember exactly. Bryn, you've seen this tape. Alex, have you seen this tape? Yeah, a while ago. I've seen it a long time ago, probably yeah. around when it came out. Yeah, There was a thing in it where he's boning her, and his 
fucking cock is huge, right? So he, you know, he, this guy's plowing this inch, tiny little Paris Hilton, and it's it's very explicit. And at one point, he's basically like, "I give up. I'm not going to be able to come," because, and I think he says, "I'm too coked up." And she's because yeah. she's thought- doing, she's trying to do all the stuff to him, and her hands look just so tiny on it. And, uh, you know, trying real hard to make it happen. And he's like, I just don't think it's going to happen. Is that am I, I remember that, right? Doesn't he give up? I remember him being coked out, but I'm not sure if that's something I read afterwards or if he said it. I thought he said it, but I, I don't yeah, it's possible. Him. I just read something about it later. Yeah, I'm not sure if he had blue balls or didn't come or what. Yeah, he but was very. Um, she seemed like she was like half asleep through it. She oh, like, uh, she well, she yeah, turns she out was, she was drunken on Quaaludes, mm, according mm-hmm. to her. I don't know. But she's definitely, she's there, and she's aware of the camera, and she's walking around in her little, cute little panties. Yeah, I don't know about, you know, when you were, Sarah, you had your days, we've talked about them before, did you feel uninhibited sober as you would have after a few drinks? Did you feel the sort of similarly uninhibited and like, I'm, I'm doing what I want and I'm having fun? Um, yeah, you know, a lot of times, uh, I had a ton of one night stands and we, I was in a traveling band and I would, I would hook up with people. I was like, yeah, I'm down to fuck. Uh, so a lot of times I just was sober. It was fun. Oh, you were? Yeah. I would just do whatever. And I learned a lot about myself. Like, you know, I got a lot of experience and I knew what it was going to take to get me there. And, uh, and you know, that's when I started to have my own travel and toys and my own, you know, I was just, I was in it for me. I didn't give a shit about the guy. Well, that's good to hear. I, I pictured you drunk the whole time. No, oh, no, tour. no. Well, plenty yeah. of times I was drunk. There were times I, I didn't drink when we performed, you know, I just wasn't that person. I would have a drink after the show. And then, you know, the guy I'd been making googly eyes with from the stage, like, Hey, cutie, how you doing? And I'd tell my, we'd tell the road manager, I'd be like, that guy, can you get him a backstage pass? <laughs> you see him right there? Do you ever guy? do them backstage? I, I can't say I never did, but oh, usually I would go somewhere with them. Exciting. A lot of car sex. Car Damn. sex. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, it was, uh, those were the days. Those were the days. Yeah. They were, I had a, I, it was a yeah. solid, solid, uh, <laughs> Solid probably 18 months of just I fun. I like, wish I lived that life for a little bit too. It was fun. That. It was. Yeah. And I feel like I really got it out of my system. And then I was like done with it. Like a couple years of celibacy. Just like when I was 20 and 21, I was not. I was like, I'm concentrating on my music career. And then I went to radio school. Nice. But uh, and then and I'd known John all that time. And uh, I think I probably fucked Whitey a few times. And he was my old boyfriend. We were on and off for years. We all it would take is you know being at the same party, and we'd see each other. And first, we'd be like all mad at each other because we broke up or whatever. And then, a couple drinks in, I'd be like, "Hey, you're cute. You're so cute." It was a good lay. <laughs> I hadn't trained up just right. <laughs> what to do? All right. Why anyway, <laughs> yeah, I know. God, but that's the thing. I, when I read that she was 19, I'm like, that was my year. Like late my 18th year mm. all through my 19th year uh so i don't know if i don't know are people gonna read the paris hilton memoir maybe i mean i don't know how much more she has to say about it, it had to be interesting being her growing up she is a touring musician 
I think she has she's her. She's a DJ, yeah. Yeah, and she DJ. gets paid big bucks for it too. Yeah. Um, I think people will read it. I do. I think that this just goes to this speaks to Kim Kardashian's fame. It yep. speaks to uh, the housewives' fame. There are a ton of people, and I don't even mean to say that in a slandering way. I just mean that there are people who are into this stuff. It mm-hmm. wouldn't be here if they weren't. Right. So yes, there's someone wants that book. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, we'll find out. Tomorrow is the day. I don't know. I don't have pre-sale numbers or any of that stuff. But Paris Hilton's sex tape. Uh, Paris, the memoir. Super mm. clever, clever title. Um, that's out tomorrow. Uh, all I right. Be- I bet that uh, she probably would have been famous without the sex tape, as opposed to Kim, because she had a reality show. She's a Hilton. She has all the money already. Yeah. Whereas Kim was like, you know, a makeup artist, designer. I really wish I had a timeline about. Yeah, no, Kim needed the sex tape, no question. Right. Um, I wish I had a timeline of the Simple Life show that she did and the sex tape. Like, was she? Well, that's easy enough. Yeah. Can we find out Hold exactly on. what the dates are of? Because obviously. The, the sex tape had to have come out first because of that prank <laughs> that although maybe that was the second season of The Simple Life. I think they did a couple seasons of that. I like that It says they did five seasons, and it says it started in 03. Okay. So now April just find May. out the 03. date of the movie, the, the video. Well, it says that the sex tape was leaked in 03, but she's she's 40 now. So it must have been filmed in like 02. And then when they got, when she started to get famous, then he was like, oh, well, I've got that tape and I'm going to put that out. Uh-huh. What I I'm didn't realize. I'm seeing 2004 for the sex tape. Oh, oh, okay. Oh, so it was after. Yeah. All right. So I'm seeing that this was on Fox. This was like regular TV, The Simple Life. It went from yeah. 03 to 05 and then it went away. And then E brought it back from 06 to 07. Oh, they did a couple so of it had a seasons. year off before they, you know, someone said, why aren't we doing that? That's gold. It was good. I, You know, the star of that show was, uh, what's that chick's name? That was she, Nicole she Richie. With? Nicole Richie. Yeah. She was, she was so great. Like that chick would just, and Paris just like laughed at what she had to, like Paris was like, oh, don't do it, Nicole. Don't do it. Oh. And Nicole is be you know I, I don't even I can't even remember I, they were working on a farm though at one point right the simple uh-huh, life yeah. and they they posed the farmer and his wife uh, with the pitchfork thing I think that was like the the publicity shot yeah it was a cute it was cute it's I mean she's scene. vapid as fuck but it you know <laughs> there they were oh yeah well, I just pulled up images and yes they are posed with the pitchfork oh. and her little chihuahua. Oh, my God. So funny. The Simple Life. It was a great concept. That was, you know, that was right when reality TV was really happening. Like the I think the Osborne show was right around that time, too. And what about the Anna Nicole Smith show? Wasn't that also? I think that uh, was right later. Around? But yeah, still s- yeah. very similar. Anyway, anyway uh, her book's out tomorrow. And that's all. I, I didn't know if that would catch us or not. But I just thought interesting. You know what? 19 year old hearing that right now wouldn't go yeah i want to seem like i'm old and mature and in charge of my sexuality i don't think that you're able to i don't think you're as in touch with it as you 
are later when you look back and go, wow, right. I was just trying to be, because I didn't I think kid. I was smoking cigarettes to be grown up or drinking to be grown up. I thought this is what dangerous people do. And I'm, I want to be dangerous. dangerous person. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Now I look well, back and I go, the I was 12 with a cigarette in my mouth. Like what, what's dangerous about that? Nothing. I'm 12. Well, it's dangerous to your lungs. You know, yeah, you're definitely I mean, putting yourself in danger. <laughs> a little pinhead a of, with a ciggy oh sticking out. There's nothing. So anyway, I just think that, yeah, it's after the fact you're able to. And hopefully that's really what every parent is attempting to to get across to their kid is, yes, you're you're anxious for all of the grown things in the world. But if you can just wait, if you can just wait. It'll all come to you and you'll be at a better place to pick and choose what's for you and what's not. Don't be in such a rush to be a grown up. You're a grown up the most. Most of your life. Like you think when you're a kid, you just can't wait. But then you soon as you're soon as you hit 25 and you're like, holy shit, next stop 30. Like it hits you like a ton of bricks. I remember my 25th birthday. I'm like, oh, no, it's actually happening to me. This growing older thing. And then, mm-hmm. like, I hear uh, Alex is like, yeah, you know, I'm getting kind of old. I'm like, oh, my God, I'm 20 years older than you. I would kill to be 36 again. It's getting You're tough okay. nowadays, yeah. You get, no, yeah. Not, not, no, it isn't. Nowadays, you got it good. <laughs> the, the aches and pains haven't started yet. The, you know, all the great. I can hair. feel it a little bit, though. You know, like, I'm, I'm definitely working out and I'm uh, trying to cut some weight. And I'm like, oh, okay, this is not coming off like it was uh, like, like it six years to. ago. Yeah. What's well, that thing you, you always know. say? I'm trying to get. I'm trying to get something at the no, gym. No, he says if you don't see me in the gym, if you don't see me shred, then I'm shred. dead. This yeah. didn't have to be a uh, thing, but okay. Well, it's a thing. Hey, you, you might try thing. laying off the brigaderos, though. I mean, that's probably a good part <laughs> of the problem. I have been. I've been. No, I've been taking. I've been really trying to cut. I do the one cheat day. That's what I've been doing. The Saturday, uh-huh. I go off with the crunch wraps, brigaderos, oh, and crunch wraps all day. And oh, then no. and then we reel it back in. Like yesterday, I was good. Today, I'm good. Yeah, do we? Oh, we we do. Okay, Definitely bye. Do. Yeah. No, not <laughs> stop it. All right, thanks for listening. Send your uh, questions and your problems and all the things that you'd like us to address. We'd love to read your email on the air. Send it to Bryn B R Y N at radioalice.com. and we'll check you back here tomorrow. Be careful out there, you guys. The weather's just going to be monstrous the next day or so. The end. Thank you.